Welcome to a parenting space actually designed for you, where you can get answers about navigating a life that includes autism. I'm Dr. Tay, and today I have a mini episode just for you. Hi, y'all. We're back for another mini episode, and today we're going to get a little personal. So it's really interesting with this podcast. I love looking at analytics and what people are really drawn to. And one of the most popular episodes was when I was sharing my personal story. So if you've been around here for a while at this point, you probably have heard, but not only am I a licensed psychologist and I specialize in autism and it's what I've dedicated my career to, I also grew up having a sibling who was diagnosed with autism at 23 months of age and we were 10 years apart so I was 12 at the time and so this idea of really understanding the impact of autism was something I was highly aware of and highly in tune with and it's interesting because the level of support that I give families now wasn't something that existed when I was younger it just wasn't and even now it's really hard I have a lot of conversations with families and the amount of support that they're getting sometimes isn't isn't what is ideal. And so I wanted to dive in a little bit more on the personal side. If you are wanting to hear more about my story, it was episode 16. It's called I See You, My Story, An Introduction to Autism and Why I Chose My Career Path. So you can give that a listen. So today's topic is actually really interesting. One of the things that inspired that episode is a breathwork session and I was at a retreat and this idea of this fear to be seen kept popping up. I was fearful to tell my own story because I, I for so long identified it as my brother's story to tell. And again, if you've listened to that episode, he went through really intensive ABA. If you were to meet him today, you might not read identify his autism symptoms. Also just the nature of when it all happened in his intensive therapy and how he grew up. Autism wasn't part of his identity and not because we hid it as a family but it just was the nature of the times. Like technically they removed his diagnosis when he was four. As a quick aside as a psychologist I don't suggest that like whatsoever right now. So if you're listening and you're like wait can my child's diagnosis get removed? I don't recommend that because ultimately autism is a lifelong disorder. Also there was a difference in how autism was diagnosed under the DSM for TR back then and now it's DSM-5 and there is a clause in the DSM that says it's by history as well now. But he didn't grow up having an IEP, having this diagnosis that he was readily talking about. And so it just, it, it was not his identity. And so in some ways I thought it was his story to tell. So I had this fear of being seen, of telling my story, of getting vulnerable until he gave me permission to be able to tell my story. And now what's really interesting is that fear has dissipated. I've recognized now that that fear isn't something that's controlling me. And in general with feelings, I've talked about this many times on the podcast before, is this idea that when we can give ourselves permission to feel something, it has less control 
over us. And so I gave myself permission to feel the fear of being seen and lean into the discomfort of that. And also there's this idea of like exposure therapy that comes into mind where it's like you're building up your confidence, you're building up your skill set, and it reduces the fear over time. And this is something we actually do in cognitive behavioral therapy. I do it with kids all the time, is helping them to face their fears. And so that's what I did. And I talk about my story. I've even changed the intro to the main episodes. It's embedded right in because I'm realizing that my experience is a really important part of my journey. It's also a really important part in the way that I can help families. But today I wanted to talk about this idea of the fear of making mistakes and the fear of not having all the answers and just be really vulnerable with y'all. So this came up in another breathwork session. So if you guys don't know what breathwork is, it is a certain pattern of breathing that really helps you tap into your subconscious. It also creates this natural chemical in your body called DMT. And DMT is actually what the basis is in psychedelics. But your body naturally creates it. When you do breath work, you can have surges of DMT and it helps you to go from a conscious state more into the subconscious state or sometimes even the unconscious state. And it can really help you get out of your head and more into your body, so to speak, where so many memories live. There is a book, it's called The Body Keeps the Score, and I'm not necessarily recommending you read it unless you really want to dive into this, but it's all about trauma and how our body literally keeps the score and stores memories related to trauma. And the thing with trauma is trauma I had to learn for myself has such a wide definition. I studied it in the sense of being a psychologist and thinking about events that would cause PTSD or the possibility for PTSD. But I will honestly say there is trauma growing up from having a sibling who was diagnosed with autism. And I want to say this loud and clear, like my brother didn't cause the trauma, but the experience and what what it was like and nothing bad happened. It just simply was, it shaped me into who I am. And I think there were some really difficult times. And the reason that I can identify it as trauma is there was a lot of emotional suppression that happened as a result, which again, going to talk more about on this podcast. This is a mini episode, so I'm going to keep going on to the main topic today. But this fear of making mistakes and fear of not having answers. So the way that I was trained as a clinician was to root everything in an evidence base. What is the science behind that? And I also know about myself from going to therapy and just a lot of self-growth and exploration. I have very perfectionistic tendencies about me. And my perfectionism doesn't look like everything's neat and tidy. It doesn't look like, like I have to know exactly how to do something in the sense of like having everything fully planned out, my perfectionism shows up more in this sense of like, I don't want to make a mistake. I want to be really good at what I do. And so this podcast has been so much fun in the sense that it does tap into my strengths and being able to educate families and building experience through my doctorate, through clinical experience, through my personal experience and all of that. But also the other side of it is I think I've strayed away from topics that I don't feel like 
completely confident in talking about. I've started to go there. It took me a really long time, for example, to do the episode on ABA therapy because I was afraid I would misspeak. I was afraid that if I didn't have all the information and and some of it is I don't want to misrepresent the autistic community some of it is I also don't want to have to like be like oh gosh I told you guys the wrong thing that's hard for me and what I'm recognizing is that we can grow and evolve together and some of this also involves me taking risks of me getting vulnerable of me being willing you know to possibly make a mistake or to not have all the answers for you and I think some of it is I've started I didn't realize I was starting to lean into this but I think the idea of starting a Q&A episode has done this for me where it's like okay let's just answer the question to the best of my ability and they're short and sweet episodes I'm not gonna have every answer but I think some of it too is like navigating new territory it's scary and it can be unsettling and this idea of launching group therapy for example I've run groups before where we're doing a really structured curriculum for example there was a group for autistic kids with anxiety called facing your fears it's an amazing curriculum I've done that but we're following lesson by lesson. It's written like a lesson plan, so to speak. But with my group-based therapy, there is there is no structure that it's like, on this week, I'm teaching this. On this week, I'm teaching this. And what's interesting is one-on-one therapy, I... I don't go in with a structure. I'm pulling what I know from evidence base and experience and also just holding space. But I don't know, something about a group dynamic, it's a little bit if I'm being honest with y'all, gives me a little bit more uneasiness. Like what if I don't have the answer? And the thing is that I think that is a form of self-doubt. I've been doing this for a long time and I have no problem telling y'all like, listen, I got to go look into that. I'm not sure about that. But it's almost the anticipation of that that's more anxiety provoking than actually being in the experience. And so I'm just sharing this with y'all today to be vulnerable, to let you know that your fears are going to come up. And how do you navigate around them? How do you face them? It is okay to be fearful. And just like I'm working through this idea that it is okay to be fearful of not having all the answers, of making mistakes, that is true of parenting too. You're not going to have all the answers for your child. And this would be true of any of your children, right? And I think with autism, it just adds this extra level of pressure where you feel like you need to be on all the time. You need to be making the right decisions. And listen, you might make mistakes too in the sense where you decide, okay, I'm going to try this therapy. And then you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. I shouldn't have done that. Okay, that's okay. You live and learn. You you go back and you say to yourself, what was my gut instinct telling me in this? Did I override that? And a lot of times we are. And so I, I think it can be a lesson in and of itself. So I just, I don't know. I wanted to give you guys an update on me personally, but I also... I think out of this episode, I hope you took some value that we don't need to be perfect. And I put the pressure on myself to have all the answers for y'all. And I am here to serve. And oh, this, this podcast truly brings me joy. I love being able to do it. And 
I'm still human. I'm not going to have all the answers. And giving myself also the permission to experiment. I'm going to have another mini episode coming up soon on this idea as well. So I hope you'll tune into that. All right, y'all. That is a wrap, but face your fears, lean into them. Whether that's to be seen, whether that's to take care of yourself, whether that's to make a decision for your child, just know like it's not going to go perfectly. There is going to be fear and the thing that you have the most control of is taking that fear and facing it and realizing how freaking capable you are. All right, y'all. That's a wrap. I'll see you next time. This episode was meant to be short and sweet. Full-length episodes air every Wednesday with many episodes like this sprinkled in between. So subscribe now so you don't miss the next one. And if you want to inspire a future episode, because that's how we roll over here, ask me a question on any of my social media pages for a chance to have your question featured. Bye, y'all, and I'll see you soon.